Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in-store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. NFL Now, NFL Network on a Wednesday with a lot going on here. Had a week 13. Welcome to our studios in Los Angeles. My name is Andrew Siciliano. Coming up shortly, we'll hear from Kevin Stefanski on Deshaun Watson's return to the practice field. J.K. Dobbins also on the practice field in Baltimore. Plus, Vikings tight end T.J. Hawkinson will join us ahead of their game against the Jets. We open with the game of the NFC North, though, and the status of Bears quarterback Justin Fields, who, against the Jets, was not on the field this past Sunday. Will he be on the field this week when they take on, the Bears do, the Green Bay Packers? Mike, what's the latest out of Chicago? Justin Fields uh, saying he feels better, Andrew, than he did at this point last week. But the uh, the um, Chicago Bears and Matt Eberflus uh, still going to take it day by day. Uh, they did add Tim Boyle off the uh, Lions practice squad. So a guy who has spent uh, a chunk of his career in the NFC North uh, between the Packers and the Lions, remember he was, I believe, a restricted free agent. He went from Green Bay uh, to Detroit. So he knows Green Bay well, so that might come in handy as well. So uh, we'll see about Justin Fields. I never got the sense that he was really close at all last week uh, to playing. He's going to get some reps this week, so let's see if he can stack some days and get himself in a position to play this weekend. Okay, and the man who did start last week, Trevor Simeon, is not practicing today, Flew says. Uh, he has that oblique injury that he fought through, uh, despite all that, you know, Mike, you were there. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? The Bears could have played three different quarterbacks this past week. We found out it was eventually Trevor Simeon. All right, meantime, the team they're playing, the Green Bay Packers, Ian Aaron Rodgers is not going to practice today. However, uh, Matt LaFleur is still optimistic. 
Yeah, there's been optimism all over this thing, going back to Aaron Rodgers' appearance on the Pat McAfee Show yesterday where he said he expects to be able to play, got good news on his scans, and this was really the thought going in, Andrew, was that Aaron Rodgers probably not feeling so great Sunday, probably not, or probably not feeling so great Monday, but by the time he got the test, got the results, probably was going to be okay, didn't seem to be too, too, too big of a deal. And then Matt LaFleur is saying today that he does, in fact, expect Aaron Rodgers to play and be out there, which is good news. Packers got a bye coming up after this, so he's got the thumb, he's got the ribs. We can just somehow get through this game, get a win, stay alive, maybe make a little run at it on the other side of the bye. All right, it's about staying alive for the postseason here. Mike, the Falcons are still very much alive. They are, despite the record, right behind the Buccaneers in the NFC South, but it is official today. They're not going to get Kyle Pitts back, even if they make the postseason. Yeah, Kyle Pitts lost for the season with surgery to repair an MCO uh, injury suffered a couple of weeks ago. The 1,000-yard tight end, there you go, he posted that one uh, saying day one, day one of rehab uh, toward the 2023 season. All indications are uh, he should be plenty fine and good to go for the start of his third season. Now, his second season, statistically, the numbers came way down as opposed to year one when he had 1,000 yards uh, and became only the second tight end in league history to do so. This year, 28 catches, 356 yards, and two touchdowns in 10 games. But Arthur Smith trying to stay positive, saying some of the other things we asked him to do, which I assume means blocking and some other things, uh, he made strides in those areas. So let's see if Kyle Pitts can put it all together in his third season and maybe get those stats back to where they were in his rookie season. I, I like what you say, keeping it positive. At times it felt like Arthur Smith wanted to fight people who dared question Kyle Pitts' usage during the games or his stats. Doesn't care much about fantasy, and I get it. Uh, meantime, in Jacksonville, no. And Travis Etienne, how he is, how, how is he doing, rather? Speaking of people who a lot of people have in fantasy, Travis Etienne, the Jacksonville Jaguars running back, who is now their main running back with the James Washington trade, has obviously come on this year in many, many ways. Had a foot injury last week. Didn't seem to be a major one. Uh, described by Doug Peterson as optimistic that he'll be able to get out there on Sunday. Uh, doesn't sound like he's going to do very much in the week. I know this is a player they're going to take very cautiously. They'll kind of see day-to-day how much he can actually do. But the main thing here is they do believe that he'll be able to get out on the field, which is important in real football. That was a really nice win the Jaguars had last week. Also important in fantasy football, which I don't have Travis Etienne. I wish I did. Otherwise, this would be a much different discussion. Do you have Jermichael Hasty, who played well in his place last week? Uh, no, I don't. I have Zeke Elliott, who has been an awesome touchdown vulture. Uh, I got Ken Walker, who has been a baller despite having a little bit of a down last couple weeks. I got a pretty good squad, Andrew. Good Didn't squad. need your whole lineup just asking about the other guy. Thank you, Ian Rappaport, Mike Garofolo. Yep. 11 and 1. <laughs> Get one Get a win. Josh going to keep it himself. And in for the score. Take that home with you. Hey, we got to go, D. Holy mackerel, they did it again. Picked off. Yeah. Touchdown, New England. Yeah. Stevenson walks in, touchdown. Make you call your mama. And there he goes, kiss him goodbye. And it's blocked. And that's how you do it. They are rolling him now. I'm him. Let's go! Let's go! I told you. Hey, I told you. That's how you win. And let the party begin. I told you that both these teams are pretty good as we get ready for the kickoff on week 13 and TNF with the six and five. Patriots, the eight seed right now, they wouldn't make it if the playoffs were to start today against 
The Buffalo Bills coming to town at eight and three. The five seed here. Mike Giardi, a wild card team right now, amazingly behind the Dolphins. Talk about Mac Jones. Uh, I know we. It's been an interesting ride here with the new offensive system and new coordinators, co-coordinators, who's calling plays, whatever. There's the Bailey Zappi thing. How is Mac Jones heading into week 13 as a leader there with this offense? Getting a lot of praise from his teammates, Andrew, for the way he's conducted his business, which is to say that he hasn't really changed through all the ups and downs that he's gone through this year. Jacoby Myers was talking to us and he said, look, he said he hit a tough patch and he said people doubted him, maybe not inside the building so much as outside the building where it became a bit of a controversy between he and Bailey Zappi. And he said he never changed. He came in, he put in the work every day. He led the same way. And he said that allowed our faith in him to grow even more. And I think there are a lot of guys on that team, Myers included, who had great respect for him prior to all this, but now how he's handled the injury and the controversy, it's really grown for them. And Hunter Henry said you can see now he's a little bit more vocal. Not that he wasn't last year, but he said you have to earn your level of respect as a rookie. He said, and as he played last year, he started to get more and more confident. We got confident in him, and that has just carried over into this year. And again, even in the down times, he remained positive, continued to push his teammates. And he said a good part about that, too, is the discussions that they have, the give and take between the receivers, other guys on the offense. He said it's really important as we go along in the course of a game to find out what's working, what's not, what does he want from us, what do we want from him. That's been a big thing for them. Now, the Patriots, for the first three quarters of their game on Thursday night on Thanksgiving, that's the best the offense has looked all year under Mac Jones, really moving the ball, hit some explosive plays, did it mostly through the air as the run game sort of ground to a halt. Ramondre Stevenson was a nice outlet. I believe he had nine catches in that game. But the fourth quarter is what they're harping on this week because in the fourth quarter, they had a chance to win the football game. There were a couple three and outs, a couple mistakes. The details, the details. And I, I encourage all of you people to watch Kurt Warner's mm -hmm. YouTube channel where he breaks down the Patriots offense for an hour and you'll learn a ton of stuff about this offense. And one of the things you learn is they're still lacking on the details. And that's a problem when you get into close games, you need to make plays. The other team tightened up a little bit. Patriots offense tightened up as well, and instead of being seven and four, they're six and five. And to your point, even though the playoffs don't start today, if they did, Andrew, they would not be in them. And good tease there with Kurt. Our Hall of Famer is going to join us coming up a little bit later here. And we know that you need the details this week to keep up with Josh Allen because when these two teams met last year in the playoffs, the Bills didn't punt. They didn't attempt a field goal. They didn't turn the ball over. All they did was score touchdowns. First team that had done that in any game since at least 1950, as far as we could figure out. Thank you, Mike Giardi, who's going to be there tomorrow night for the start of Week 13. There's another really good game in Santa Clara, Week 13. Christian McCaffrey might be the last healthy running back standing. Funny how that works. Against a familiar foe in Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins. That one is in the spotlight coming up next. Uh, rolling in the palace, but you're too tame. I ain't for the South. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. 
this is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> hey, guys. LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you Visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, Deshaun Watson's back at the practice field today for the Cleveland Browns, and he will be back in a game for the first time in two years this Sunday when the Browns go to Houston to face his old team, the Texans. We did not hear from Watson today, but we did hear from his head coach, Kevin Stefanski. For this football team, for Deshaun, for, for the offense in particular, to your question, they need to focus on playing good football this week. The big picture of what that means and, and that type of thing, I don't think uh, our guys are worried about that. we got to worry about our preparation this week, make sure that we have a good plan for Houston. Uh, we're excited that Deshaun's able to play for us. I mean, we're excited that he's back out there. Uh, the guys have enjoyed having him, like we mentioned, back in, in the room the last few weeks. So uh, I think having him out on the field, uh, we'll bring an element to our offense that is different, but how different uh, I think remains to be seen. Let's go to the quarterback room now with our Hall of Famer, Kurt Warner. And Kurt, understanding that there are a lot of different ways we can go with the Deshaun Watson conversation, I, I want to try to keep it to the field because it is 700 days here. It's been a full two years. When we saw Deshaun Watson on the field in the preseason, it didn't look good, I mean, to be blunt. Hey, what's that like coming back? Can we expect him to be any good Sunday? I, I don't really know what to expect, Andrew. Uh, you know, going back to Houston and, and some of the emotions that are going to play in there, as you said, just keeping it to the field, how long it's been. I mean, I remember when I would go into every offseason and when I would come back to the, for the following season, I remember thinking in my mind, okay, will I be able to do the things that I did the year before? Will I be able to, to recognize pressure? Will I be able to move and, uh, you know, and feel the game like I did 
the previous year. And it would take you some time in preseason to get back to the point where you're like, oh, yes, okay, I'm the same guy. I can't imagine what that's like when you haven't played in over a year and now you're back in there. How long is it going to take for him to have that feel, to get to that place where it's like, oh, okay, I, I can still do this. All the things that I did you know, a couple years ago are still a part of my game. I think it's going to take some time. And is that time more towards him being a playmaker or is that time more towards him being able to see, get acclimated with the speed of the game and just make the routine plays? I'm fascinated to see what this is going to look like on Sunday. And you and I have this conversation with full understanding and sensitivity about the bigger picture here, knowing you guys will have that conversation. I have no no doubt coming up on game day morning 9 a.m. Eastern on Sunday ahead of that game. Uh, the Packers get the Bears this coming Sunday. Jordan Love looked pretty good. You know, only the fourth quarter there this past Sunday night. The Packers, Kurt, eh, good enough. All right. Uh, they're a four-win team, right? Aaron Rodgers says he's going to play. At what point do we say we need to see Jordan Love I, I mean, who's we? I, I think that's the organization. The, the big question. You do, know. do they owe it to I, to the organization. I, I, I don't think so. I, I think you owe it to Aaron Rodgers to let him decide what he wants to do down the stretch. And I have to believe, as Aaron kind of talked about a little bit this week, is that he's a competitor. You, you want to be out there with your guys, and especially if you're going to keep playing. If, if this was it for Aaron and he knew this was the end of the road, then maybe, hey, you know, I don't really need to, to play these last four games. Not going to really do anything for me, and I ride off into the sunset. If Aaron Rodgers is going to keep playing moving forward, I'm using these games to continue to grow with my team, to continue to lead my team, to continue to build rapport with these young guys that I've got around me, believing that if we can get these guys in the place we want them for next year, if we can grow over these last four or five games, that we have a chance to compete again next year, which is what Aaron Rodgers is all about. So I know a lot of people are talking about all these things in the big picture. This to me is about if Aaron Rodgers is going to be your quarterback moving forward, then Aaron Rodgers should say, hey, if I want... If I'm going to play, if I want to play, then I'm going to play this thing out and we're not going to, you know, experiment with our backup. I am going to continue to try to grow with this team to, to salvage what we can this year, hopefully end on a high note and carry that into next year where we believe we can turn things around and make a run. Rodgers did not practice today, but is still expected to play Sunday against the team that last year he claimed he owned. The Bears. All right, Mike White, Kurt, you said they should have gone with Zach Wilson last week. Understanding big picture here was the conversation. He looked good against those Bears. Do you want to see more now? Can he do it again when they go up in weight class against the Vikings this week? Yeah, I think we all want to see, you know, we want to, to, to figure out, you know, Mike White, it, could he possibly be the future of this team or another team? We've seen some extreme highs and some extreme lows from Mike White in his career, and, and he doesn't have a big sample size, but obviously we all liked what we saw last week and how it looks so much different than what we had seen the week before with Zach Wilson. And so, yeah, I want to see more. I want to see if he can be that guy. Is this even a competition, um, you know, between him and Zach Wilson moving forward? Or is this simply just, hey, keep the seat warm for a couple weeks. We need that reset with Zach, and then Zach's going to go back in because we believe ultimately he's going to be the guy that can take us to the next level. But, uh, yeah, I think we all want to see more and see if this is the Mike White we can con expect consistently week in and week out. I, I phrased that wrong. We all want to see more. It's the question is, can he do it now? It's the Vikings and, and yeah. the Bills. I mean, he did it against the Bears in the rain, and Trevor Simeon, I get it, as the other quarterback, and it's a big – 
move up in weight class here to face these two teams yeah. to see if he can keep it going and the Jets can keep it going as well. Hey, Kurt, want to talk about NFL 360 tonight, the show Melissa Stark hosts. It's back this evening. Have a great story with you and the California School for the Deaf here in Southern California in Riverside. They have a football team. They have a very good football team, one that I know has a, a special place in your heart. Let's roll that tape. The reason that I'm here is because all of you are inspiring me and they're inspiring a whole bunch of people to see life differently than they see it before. I've got a son that has disabilities and I know that everybody that looks at my son, the first thing they see is the disabilities. I watched you guys play football tonight. I didn't think one thing about any disability that anybody had. All I saw was your abilities. All I saw was your talent. <laughs> You guys are showing the world to look at everybody, regardless of how we're different, by the abilities that they have. They have abilities, Kurt. The piece is called Unfinished Business. Uh, that team had a parade Monday in Riverside because they won. Pretty cool. Yeah. It, it, was, uh, it was really cool. And, you know, when, when, when I became a part of the story and, and I went down to Riverside and were, was a part of, of watching their first game this season, I didn't really know what to expect. And, you know, as I said there in the speech after that first game, that was the most impressive thing for me is that as I work, uh, you know, for those as an advocate for those with disabilities, what we're always trying to do is get people to see their gifts and their talent to see beyond the things that may look a little bit different or the ways that they're a little bit different than us and see what they bring to the table because they're such a vital part of our community and that is what i saw in that game i, I forgot about everything else and i saw a team coming together and playing great football. I saw a community coming together despite their differences because of this football team. And so uh, it was such a fun you know, piece to be a part of, such a fun story to be a part of, but such an important story that we need so much of this in our country right now is not to just look at the differences or see someone based on their disabilities, but to recognize the gifts and talents that each and every person bring to the table and how vital they are for our communities and for our country to be what we can be. Honestly, what got me there was the cheer from that team. And obviously they had the interpreter there signing. The cheer when you said what you said. Like how much it meant to those kids. Right. I mean, I think their entire lives, that's what they've been seen as. You know, they're seen as the deaf football team and what they're trying to do is just see us as a football team just see us as a bunch of young men that are trying to achieve our dreams like every other young man playing high school football and that to me is is what they achieved is that yes the story becomes bigger because it's the california school of the deaf but when you get to know the individuals you come to realize how similar that football team is that community that environment is to every other high school football team and i believe that's what's going to endear this team to the entire country that watches it on 360. NFL 360 tonight unfinished business they finished that business that team did in Riverside with yes. the CIF eight player state championship this past week they got a parade. Kurt Warner always great to have you thank you sir. We continue on NFL now on a Wednesday getting ready for this AFC championship game rematch. This time though it's in Cincinnati where these two teams played the Chiefs and the Bengals week 17 last year and it's mutual admiration society from the quarterbacks. 
is there a party that enjoys playing a quarterback like Patrick? Like, are you, you know, having that matchup between you two? I mean, it's something that you know you get a kick out of. Yeah, it's just fun to watch him. Um, whether it's on TV or, or on the sideline, he, he makes some incredible plays that uh, it's just fun to watch. All right. Also fun to watch this guy all the time, Mike Renner, the uh, co-host of the It's Just Football PFF podcast. Mike, great to have you here. Let's go a little bit deeper on what Joe Burrow and the Bengals have done without Jamar Chase, without Joe Mixon. They have won three games in a row. What do the numbers tell you about the way that offense is cooking right now? Yeah, you've seen them change up a lot of things from early in the season. Now, Zach Taylor, despite some of his flaws, maybe not being an offensive guru that's somewhere around the NFL, one of the things that he does well is he's flexible. He will change from early on to later on the season. He will change what the offense looks like. That's why they went on that run last year, and that's what you're seeing right now. Far less vertical go ball reliant than they had or were when they had Jamar Chase. Far fewer downfield shots and far more immediate throws. That's where Joe Burrow succeeds. That's why he's the fifth highest graded quarterback in the NFL this season, and it really plays to their personnel. T. Higgins is much better at that area of the field, and you've seen him go off for back-to-back 100-yard games. So hopefully Jamar Chase is back for this one, but even if he's not, this offense can still move the ball because of that flexibility. And Chase said today he should be good to go, but we'll get it onto the practice field this week and see how that hip holds up. He said he was close last week but decided at the end that he needed to give it one more week. Meantime, as we see the Titans on the field, Mike, the Titans get the Eagles this week. Philadelphia is 10-1. and one. What do the numbers tell you about this team as right now seemingly the prohibitive favorite of the NFC? Yeah, they have to be because come playoff time, they're likely to be the number one seed, and you're going to have to beat the Philadelphia Eagles because they don't beat themselves. They are plus 13 in turnover differential this year. That's five better than the second-best team in the NFL because Jalen Hurts, right there, he won't give the ball away. If he's, you know, if nothing's there, if nothing's open, he's going to scramble and still make a play with his legs. He has the third-most rushing first downs of any player in the NFL. That includes running backs. Third-most rushing first downs because he is so dynamic with his legs. So that's the thing is they're going to get a lead early. They're going to keep it close. And then they're going to be able to run their entire offense. And again, you're going to have to come in and give them your best game to beat them because they are not going to go beat themselves with dumb mistakes, with dumb turnovers. That's just not been the Philadelphia Eagles way this season. And when you have as good offensive line as they do, top three O-line, top three D-line, it's tough to beat. We got Josh Jacobs' best game switching into the Raiders here, Mike, this past Sunday. The eighth best single game scrimmage performance of all time. He is tailor-made. For Josh McDaniel's offense. I cannot believe they didn't pick up his fifth-year option because of that and that he was getting snaps in the early preseason because of just how good he fits this system. The short yardage back, he leads the league in first downs, 68 first downs running. That's 13 more than any other running back in the NFL this season. Just so good in those tight spaces with his bigger body, always going to churn out those yards. And then, oh, yeah, when he gets a little crease, he has the home run type of speed that not a lot of bigger backs in the NFL have. So the versatility you're seeing on display there as a wide receiver as well, he set himself up, obviously not getting that fifth-year option for a big, big payday this offseason. Yep, and he did that all on a calf injury where he was questionable to go and may not practice all this week ahead of the Raiders game against the Chargers. Mike Renner, PFF, the It's Just Football podcast here. Download the app. Coming up next, how about that guy? How about the season that guy has had, not only in Detroit, but in Minnesota as well. Live Vikings cam, TJ Hawkinson set to join us straight ahead. Now is the time to accelerate innovation. 
T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my dance, (laughs) Hey, guys. LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit Visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. So it's not really the Pro Bowl this year. It's the Pro Bowl games, but that doesn't mean you can't vote. We want you to vote and send your favorite players to Vegas. The Pro Bowl games vote presented by Castro. Text the word vote, V-O-T-E, V-O-T-E to 635-635, 635-635. Operators are currently standing by. Whether you're in Minneapolis or wherever you are watching this show, you know, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings have a playoff clinching scenario this week. As a matter of fact, they can actually wrap up the NFC North this week. If they win and the Lions lose to the Jaguars, Right now, the Vikings are sitting at 9-2. They're the two seed in the NFC. And in week 13, they can actually wrap up the North. Cousins on third down. Back to pass. He'll fire over the middle. Caught! And it's a first down! Welcome to Minnesota, TJ Hawkinson. He caught it center of the field at the 45 for a gain of 19. Third and goal play action. Cousins looks left. Throws to the end zone. Prophecy pays off. 
and the Vikings have a 16-13 lead. And the Vikings had themselves a fun tight end to watch every week. TJ Hawkinson joins us now live on Vikings Cam. TJ, great to have you on. How are you there? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Hey, uh, thanks for being here, and thanks for uh, you know giving us those great highlights to play here. By the way, you're number two in the Pro Bowl voting for those who are keeping score at home. And this week, you guys can make it into the playoffs. Your new team, if you guys win, and your old team loses, smiling there. Kind of weird setup, isn't it? <laughs> That's a weird scenario for sure. But uh, I mean, we're going to do everything we can to win on Sunday. And uh, I think that's just control the controllables. You know, that's what we talk about in here every day. And so, you know, we can just go out on Sunday and uh, get a win. And, and that's all we can do. So what's life in Minnesota like for you with 34 targets, TJ, in your first four games? It's been incredible. Um, you know, I just these guys, this organization, uh, this city, um, you know, to be able to play in front of our fans for the last two weeks um, has been incredible. So uh, I've, I've just enjoyed every second of it, trying to make the most of this opportunity and, um, you know, really just enjoying these guys and, and enjoying these people. Listen, I want to make something clear here. We're not, we're not bagging on the Lions, but it must be refreshing, TJ, to go to work every Sunday or Thursday, knowing that you are going to be such a huge part of this offense. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been awesome. Um, you know, I, Detroit gave me an opportunity, and, uh, you know, I can't say enough thank yous to them for, for that, but um, just to be here and be a part of this organization, uh, so close to where I grew up and so close to home, uh, it's, it's been awesome. It's been a great opportunity, and really just these guys, uh, to be around such great leadership, great guys um, in this locker room has been incredible. You know, you just go on Sunday and you have this sense of, confidence and you have the sense of poise, you know, that, um, you know, doesn't happen everywhere. Have you thought what it would be like? You never played in a playoff game in Detroit. I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but look, you guys can clinch week 13. What it would be like to actually play meaningful games in January? Uh, yeah, I mean, that hasn't really crossed my mind yet, but, um, you know, just it would be another opportunity, uh, you know, to, for us to take advantage of, you know, I mean, I've never, like you said, I've never played in a playoff game, uh, never really been the hunt so it's uh it's truly an honor to be here uh great opportunity and they listen it's it happens day by day and week by week so uh you know we got the jets this week and, and then we're going to keep moving from there and i think that's how uh winning programs and uh winning establishments do it so tj let's talk about your quarterback uh, kirk uh, kirk cousins went viral a couple of times obviously with the shirtless plane rides and the ice and all that um and, and then after the victory on thanksgiving when you guys were eating turkey uh, he threw out there that maybe he gets the grills, you know, like Justin Jefferson. Um, check this out. Justin had his grill in that yeah. was preventing him from being able to eat his turkey legs. So <laughs> I said, maybe that's the next step. And I said, I'll have to call my dentist. So uh, there were many dentists who actually reached out to my agent and made themselves available to make grills for me. Wow. And then my personal dentist in West Michigan in Holland emailed me and said, I've got a Christmas present coming your way. Yeah. DJ, I assume you saw Kirk today. Any update? Does he have the grills yet? Uh, I don't think I've seen him in yet, but uh, we're working on it. I know everybody in that locker room uh, caught a hint of it, so I think I think that'll be showing up here soon, maybe. You're not kidding. Do you, do you think he's actually going to get them? I hope so. I, I really do. I, I think we need to we need to start making some shirts, uh, start pressuring them a little bit. I think it'll come. What What would the shirts say? Because I'm all for this. Just, 
Yeah, no, we just got to have a picture of Justin's teeth on there, you know, and then his face, and it'll be perfect. I think we can get that done. All right, that's significant, also significant this week, obviously, the return of my cause, my cleats. TJ, tell me about your cleats and who you are supporting this coming weekend. Yeah, I'm uh, supporting Warriors Rising. Um, it's a it's a foundation that I've been working with for uh, since I was in college, you know, and just the the amount of you know raising that they do and, and how they help uh, veterans uh, when they come home and uh, you know they really talk about it's a hand up not a handout you know they they talk about um, you know being able to give veterans an opportunity to start their own business and then hire veterans uh, on top of that so uh, just a really great organization and somebody that I'm super proud of to be able to represent on my cleats it's great we had um... Salute to service, and it, it, uh, it transitions perfectly to your cause, from my cause, my cleats, as the Vikings get back on the field trying to wrap up the NFC North this week against the Jets. TJ Hawkinson, congratulations on the success, continued success. Looking forward to seeing you in January. NFL Now is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in-store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Turns out a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit MrsMyers.com today.